Unbound Theatre presents The Chronicles of Professor Chronomier, The Tudor Assassin. Written by Dario Knight and performed by Erica Sanderson. Chapter 10 The Fugitive. The wraith had made its way to the great stone wall which surrounded the City of London. The curfew bell had been rung and the gates of the capital closed to travellers. Perched at the top of the wall, the creature monitored the streets of houses within the boundary, which were now being patrolled by night watchmen carrying lanterns. On the other side of the wall, the timber buildings gave way to open countryside. The moonlight outlined trees and hedgerows, but otherwise all was dark and silent. The wraith looked up to the clear night sky and sneered at the blazing stars. Its frenzied escape from the humans had taken a hefty toll on the borrowed skin wrapped over its body. Rips had appeared around the edges of the arms, and the face looked even more displaced. The wraith stretched its neck this way and that to pull it back into place, and hissed a sickly rattle into the air. Though the spy was still alive, it had had enough time to make contact with his mind. Clutching the fragile human's throat, its own mind had swamped his, and absorbed everything there in an instant. There were secrets and deceptions aplenty, but one simple piece of information, one unassuming flake of knowledge about the day about to dawn, had given the creature all it needed. Back at the tavern, Marlow had stirred and was now seated at a table drinking deeply from a tankard. The professor stood beside a window peering out into the night at one of the watchmen passing on his rounds. The scuff of footsteps signalled Astrid returning from the pantry with half a loaf of bread. You, my girl, are sent from the heavens, Marlow purred as he saw the food. I'm surprised to hear that from you, Kit, said the professor, not turning away from the window. I thought you had no time for the great beyond. He tore a chunk of bread from the loaf and stuffed it into his mouth. I may be a heretic, dear lady, but I am still a poet. Don't eat with your mouth full. A poet and a spy, grinned Astrid, who had seated herself next to Marlow and was leaning forward, desperate for his story. Marlowe grinned. Mundane diplomatic work for the Crown, I assure you. And the rest? Have you met her match? Our paths have crossed. She gave me this, as a matter of fact. He mused, drawing his dagger. I knew it. What's she like? Oh, she is exceedingly... royal. The Professor chuckled and turned to look at the pair at the table. Professor, tell him to talk, Astrid pleaded. Yes, Professor, tell me to talk, Marlow said in a babyish tone. Oi, watch it, wordsmith. Where did you last see the wraith? The Professor asked, pacing slowly around the table. It seemed to be heading north for the city walls. I caught the briefest sight of it on the rooftops, but it's a fast beast. Then how did you come by all your cuts and bruises? I ran into some trouble on the way back. Acquaintances of mine. More spies? Astrid, stop it. The professor chided, and the young girl sulked with a mouthful of bread. As you know, dear lady, I am not counted in popular circles of late, Marlowe sighed, bringing up a hand to his bruised eye. The professor turned and batted it away. Accusations abound that I am a blasphemer, he growled with mock theatrics. You were summoned to the Privy Council for questioning. Heretical writings, wasn't it? Lies. I wrote no such thing. Forgeries to make me of ill favour in court. But the council hadn't convened. 
and so I am to report to them daily until they are ready for me, no doubt with some act of humiliation. Where were you going this evening? You said you had a rendezvous with a friend. I have answered several of your questions. I should like answers to one or two of my own. He fixed the professor with a warm smile. She returned it. Very well. You told the creature that neither you nor it belonged here, and it talked of a journey. Where are you from? Astrid's eyes lit up. I can answer that one. She's from the future. I am from a very distant land. My passage here was fraught with difficulties, and I uh, encountered the wraith mid-voyage. It must have followed my ship into port. Marlow's gaze was frozen upon her. You're lying, he said quietly. Where were you going this evening? Who were you? It said my light was sputtering. What did it mean? I, uh, I don't know. I... And again, you fabricate. Tell me the truth. Who are you, Professor? His eyes would not leave her. She opened her mouth to speak, but a sudden crash interrupted. The window had been shattered, the pieces tumbling to the floor. Marlowe immediately sprang to his feet, dagger drawn, and pushed Astrid behind him. The professor grabbed a poker from the fireplace and turned towards the window. The wraith in its skin suit was climbing through the frame. Ah, oh, not again, Astrid groaned. All of the rooms are taken, Fryzer. You'll have to look elsewhere, Marlowe smirked. The professor frowned at the name. Fryzer? My plans move beyond you, playwright, the wraith snarled. But I will finish my work. I won't let you, the professor said sternly. You are nothing. What plan, Sirrah? Do not mistake me. I felt your presence in my mind when we last met. What is it you want? The play. You what? Astrid leaned from behind Marlowe, but he pushed her back into hiding. What of it? Marlowe countered. Such an audience. The creature grinned its abomination of a smile and made its move. It leapt onto a table, causing Marlowe to stagger back and propel Astrid across the room to safety. The professor caught her, bundled her away, and then advanced on the wraith with the poker. Marlowe made a lunge with his dagger, but the creature dodged the blow, grabbing onto his arm and pulling him clear of the ground once again. The professor dashed forwards and landed a heavy blow onto the creature's leg, knocking it down and sending Marlowe tumbling to the floor. In an instant, the wraith was on its feet again and advancing on its prey. The professor swung again, but this time the creature caught hold of the poker. Both clinging to it, they swayed to and fro until the professor lost her balance and landed on a table. The wraith stood over her, pushing the poker down nearer and nearer to her throat. No! Marlow hollered, and launched at the creature, sinking his dagger deep into its side. A hideous shriek filled the air, and the wraith recoiled, catching Marlow across the face with the talons of one claw and stabbing him through the heart with the talons of the other. Marlow staggered backwards, Eyes wide and mouth open. The wraith watched as he backed into a wall and sank to the floor. It was the professor's turn to yell. Kit! The wraith seemed to shudder. Beneath Fryzer's skin it positively glowed with silver light. As the sensation subsided, the creature turned to the professor and hissed, ready to make a second kill. Astrid leapt forward and grabbed hold of the dagger stuck into its side. She twisted it, and the creature shrieked again. It snarled in Astrid's face but broke off its growl as she stared it down. Without blinking, she pulled the dagger from the wound, dripping with inky blood. "'Who's down there?' Mistress Bradley's voice hollered from the top of the stairs. Footsteps began to thud as she appeared. The wraith looked at the professor. 
Your time will come. With that, it glanced back at Astrid with a snarl and leapt through the window. It disappeared into the night, just as Mistress Bradley appeared holding a candlestick. Before her lay Marlowe. Murder! Murder in my house! Murder! She dashed for the front door. Watchman! Where's a watchman? Ah, oh, no, 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 no! Astrid called after her. Come back! She disappeared outside, leaving the professor to kneel beside Kit. Professor, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry this is wrong. This isn't how you're meant... Meant to die? <laughs> you know, my dear lady, the things you know... Kit. He flinched in agony. <laughs> the court. Tomorrow. You must go to the royal court. Why? The creature. It knows of the play. What play? Performed tomorrow for the Queen. I was... Uh, I was going to visit the players to wish them well. You must stop them. It knows. It knows about the Queen. Promise me you'll stop it. Promise me you'll stop it. The professor's tears fell onto his hand, clasped desperately around her own. I promise. Fare thee well, then, my dear lady. With a final smile, he was gone. The Chronicles of Professor Chronomio, an Unbound Theatre production. The Tudor Assassin was written by Dario Knight. It was performed by Erica Sanderson with music by Kevin MacLeod. <laughs> <laughs>